This episode is going to be legend. Wait for it while I set up my displays. Dairy. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. You're bringing in those How I Met Your Mother references. Oh, snap. What year is it? Yeah, it's all over the place. We're going all over the place. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. It literally just clicked in my brain that we're doing a Marvel Legends episode. because <laughs> you, you, just, <laughs> you just thought I was quoting Barney Stinson? <laughs> I was like, okay, what's legendary? What's legendary? Go through your mind, Alicia. What could possibly be legendary? <laughs> Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. <laughs> Today, y'all should see the smile on Justin's face as we are about to talk about Marvel Legends. They are my favorite collectible line. And we're specifically talking about X-Men Marvel Legends because, well, as you know, I do collect all sorts of legends. What do you mean? I've never seen a Marvel Legend before. You've never? Well, look around, darling. <laughs> uh, but I was just kidding. I, I do collect all different brands, not all of them. And we did have that conversation the other day that I don't feel the need to buy all of them this is actually a very important point Timely that i will say that when we were talking about this i was like okay i'm getting too deep into marvel legends and now i have this feeling that like if we're gonna collect them we need to have every single one that ever existed and this is why i don't collect things yeah because <laughs> we we don't have the, the space for that and i don't have the interest in all of it but i do have a. Uh, an interest in a lot of it you know x-men is probably my favorite naturally of naturally of the collections that i have but i also have a decent sized spider-man avengers and mcu related collection yes you do and you know how i know this not only do i see them on a daily basis but i got to spend some time doing a really fun organizational project where I separated out the effects and the heads and the hands and the accessories for every little thing and put them in drawers and labeled them and color-coded them, and it was a glorious time. Yes, it was. For me. For you. (laughs) And it looks great. And now I have organized toys. Yay. And that's cool. We're going to talk about a few specific waves and lines relative to seminal moments. Ooh, look at you. I did a little organization, but first... I've got a little history for you. Ooh, a history lesson. Yeah. So Marvel Legends started back in 2002. That's not that long ago. No, not too long ago. They were originally produced by Toy Biz. Mm-hmm. I think I knew this. They were a spinoff of the popular Spider-Man Classics toy line. Oh, so Spider-Man used to have its own toy line. That's interesting. Ooh, we've got a slideshow, folks. So that is what the Spider-Man classics looked like and largely what the Marvel Legends packaging and offering looked like after that. Yes, that's a familiar looking packaging. Yeah, this ridiculously difficult to open clamshell and a reprint of a relevant comic book. And also most of them came with these cool stands or or background elements. Was that so that was an actual comic book, not just like the a cardboard piece of the cover? Right. Something. No, that, that was a actual 32 page comic book wow oh it says it right there 32 page comic book bonus so i i wrote this and i was like you're a nerd i was in on the <laughs> ground floor i had already been collecting spider-man classics for a couple of years a couple of waves as they were coming out pretty sure we have that one right there that you have up on the screen we do yep <laughs> there are, are a couple because i don't have the marvel legends rhino build a figure i do have the Spider-Man Classics Rhino in my display currently. 
Just hoping for that reissue, Hasbro, if you're listening. Dun, dun, dun. So I bought the entire first wave, except for Toad, at KB Toys. KB Toys. That's a throwback. That is a throwback. Which, Toad was a random inclusion in that first wave. You have Captain America, the- Iron Man, oh, Hulk. Atlanta, the Hulk is freaking terrifying looking. Look at his teeth. He's so jacked. Oh my God, his veins are popping. And his fingers, they, they don't really have... A, something that Marvel Legends Toy Biz lines were known for were articulated fingers and mm. hands, except for the Hulks. And, except and the for thing. the Hulks. Oh, and the thing. Maybe because they were too chunky? Yeah. This is likely where my obsessiveness of toy hunting started to come from. I would call the stores and try and find the ones that I was looking for and have them put them aside for me so then I could then convince because this was before I could drive I'd then have to convince my mom or my grandma to bring me to the take store take you on a hunt yep uh, now I'm an adult and I have my own car I can go wherever I want how many stores I need to in one day how many targets must I go to to find this target exclusive I don't care exactly so in 2005 so that started in 2002 mm-hmm. in 2005 Toy Biz took it to the next level in a couple Ooh. of ways. Ooh. They added the Build-A-Figure concept. Yes, which is super cool. Which is very cool, right? So each figure in the line, almost all the figures in the line, will come with a piece of a larger, oftentimes oversized, Build-A-Figure. Especially in the Toy Biz days, they were much larger figures. It's cool, but it's also how they get you. Oh, yeah. Because if you want that Build-A-Figure, you got to buy even the characters that maybe you wouldn't buy regularly yeah or or be in the culture of trading and buying off the build-a-figure pieces themselves but at that point honestly if i can find a build-a-figure piece for nine dollars plus shipping right you might as well might as well just buy the figure figure. because then you get two two things out of it right and then maybe i could do something with it customize it because that's a big thing that mm-hmm. people do where they trade it kit bash yep trade it which i've done a handful of times through facebook groups and online they also added in 2005 legendary riders which what's would, that that would come with like a, a bike or a, a hover car or oh. like, like some kind of relevant thing for that character that's great so okay i'm just like trying to compare this to like barbie dolls and just thinking about that the fact that it's cool that it would come with those things like you never got a car for barbie like with her you had to buy that stuff separate so that's pretty cool it was really cool and honestly i'm pulling up something right now so that is a little motorcycle that is coming with this wolverine figure so instead of a build a figure piece they would have some kind of motorcycle unless it's a card yeah he's got an exclusive marvel versus system trading card oh my gosh so much stuff 32 page comic book this was like 7.99 are you kidding me? i think they were a little bit more expensive when they had the legendary riders included but can you recognize what that comic is in the background does uh, that days of future past yo yeah oh my god are you so proud of me because it's pretty hidden it's pretty hidden yes i'm very proud thank you (laughs) the first toy biz builder figure was galactus galactus Oh, my Lanta. He's humongo. We have 3D visual aids now. Ooh. Because I have a Galactus. Wow. I got this as it was coming out. Oh, my God. You want to check it out? Yep, of course I do. No buttons, no sound effects. No. I mean, these, you're talking because of the... The, the Sentinels, yeah. yeah. I mean, those those are not Build-A-Figures. Right, that's true, because how would you... Have the electronics and the mm. voice boxes. 
Do you know who Galactus is? Not really. I mean, the only thing I remember or kind of know about Galactus is there was that podcast that we listened to that. Oh, yeah. The Marvels. Yeah. That Galactus was in. But I Galactus is like something from outer space that wants to like conquer worlds or something like that. And they send someone as like their proxy to do it. You know, that's not too far off. Conquer is maybe not the right word. Uh, Eat. Oh, eat. Okay. (laughs) He eats planets. And he's a big old man. It's a little bit different. And he comes and he eats planets and he sends his herald to the planet. Okay. Beforehand. The Silver Surfer is often known as Galactus's herald. He does have others, but... And so... I'm just like, I'm just going to play with him while you talk. Okay. (laughs) Well, he's kind of squeaky, so... Put him down. It's because he's old. He's a, he's vintage. Yeah, so that's what sixteen years old. Wow. And just I'll I'll let everybody that's listening know now. I take my figures out of the packaging. They are out of the packaging. Yes, for sure. They are displayed. They are played with. Uh, this is not an inbox household. Except for the ones that we haven't yet opened. Right, and that was uh, we had Nolan was yeah. here, who's what three. He's four now, four. but I think he was three when this happened. And he was like, Uncle Justin, you forgot to open these. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm just, I haven't opened them yet. Don't worry about We're it. We're not going to open those quite yet, but don't worry. I did not forget. Now, in a cruel timing of fate, oh, I started college as the Sentinel Build-A-Figure came out. And why is this cruel? Because I missed it entirely. Oh, no, because you were just like. I, I wasn't, you know, it was in September of. 2005, I wasn't paying attention to when the toys were coming out. I was trying to, you know. I was trying to be free and live my college life. Right? And Get in. Honestly, I, I missed it completely. I was so mad. <laughs> I'm I'm still kind of mad to this day. The Toy Biz Sentinel is epic. And there are people that have teams of them, like full lines of them. Something that would later be. Oh, my God. It is so epic. Look at that picture. Ooh. It's like dirty. And like, right. Oh, yeah. How do we get one of those? Uh, it's about $200 and $250 right now. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily going to stop me. Okay. <laughs> so, this is why I don't collect things. People would army build these things. So, that would be like the term that would come around yeah, later on. Yes. So, they on. would get multiples. Multiple of them, right? So, and especially when you have sentinels, you want a handful of them. Oh, my God. It's so cool looking. So $250 doesn't stop you with this, huh? That's good. That's good. uh, (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) It does not stop me. Now, this is definitely what I would call a grail. Oh, like the holy grail? Kind of, (laughs) kind of, but less less sacrilege, I guess. (laughs) Less holy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A grail figure is often referred to as something that, and it could be personal or it could be, you know, collector wide grails are the things that are sought after that are hard to find hot ticket items hot ticket items got it honestly i like where i'm at with sentinels now with these recent amazon exclusives that i have two of over here yes so these came out with in a throwback with that wolverine days of future past wolverine and the specialty box design that looked as though it was an homage to Days of Future Past. Mm. And those Sentinels are the ones that talk. Those are the ones that talk, I yes. I love those. Yes, Hulk, I do too. Mutant. Those, honestly, are 
now around two hundred dollars online. You wow. can't you can't find them anywhere else. Yeah, they, they're awesome. They came out. They were a hundred bucks for a box set. I bought two of them when they were on sale for fifty eight dollars a piece. Look at you, bargain shop. I'm so excited. I almost bought more. It's interesting the coloring of Galactus and the Sentinels. It's like the same. Yeah, blues kinda. and purples. I'm saying that because I'm currently looking at the Galactus figure standing up next to the screen with all the images Justin showing me and the Sentinels are side and they're side by side. I remember there was one time because Onslaught also kind of has a similar color scheme. He was, I think, the next one after the Sentinel. It was either Onslaught or Apocalypse. It was Apocalypse and then Onslaught in 2006. Ooh, Apocalypse. Now, before we go there, I do want to talk a little bit more about Sentinels. Okay. So currently, Hasbro did this maybe a couple months ago. Mm. This is the HasLab project where they made this ridiculous ridiculously huge oh my god sentinel so that's dwight stahl who's a designer for hasbro he did a size comparison so this is the one that's standing over there yeah oh my god and this is the one that they released only by hasbro haslab backing so you could only get this if you bought in as it was a pre-order please tell me that we did yes we did okay oh lord i just got <laughs> nervous i was like we gotta get this right like we're gonna have one of these Oh my god, it's so big. It's so big. And it's I'm like um, I'm honestly I'm so glad that you're reacting this way because I didn't I didn't want to tell you or I wasn't <laughs> sure how to tell you cuz this is like 350 bucks. Whatever. This was like 350 bucks, but okay, so they did this the Hazlab and this is a this is a tangent. Now we'll go back into the history lesson, but this is mm-hmm. more like current events. Yeah, yeah. The Hazlab, you have to reach a certain threshold before it moves into production. These are bigger uh. ticket items that don't necessarily wouldn't necessarily sell well on the store floor of a mm-hmm. big, you know, like Target having a $350 toy. Yeah, like what parent is going to be like, yes, let me get this for exactly. you, darling. So let me spend your entire Christmas budget. Exactly. If, or like more than your entire Christmas budget. <laughs> so they did this where they wanted to, I think the Target was 6000 Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what it says. 21,898 backers. Oh my, wow. So people were like, yes, please, thank you. It hit 6,000. It hit the goal within the first weekend. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I mean, look at it. It's It's so so, big. Like if you think about the scale in comics, right? The scale of the actual characters to the Sentinels, like, you know, four or five characters could be going at one Sentinel at once. Exactly. So... Honestly, I almost bought a couple. Oh, my God. Like that guy that we saw at New York Comic Con yeah. who was dressed as a Sentinel, and then he had all those Marvel Legends on his, on his cosplay. Body. Yeah. yeah, like that was so dope. So, and and I'll tell you this. I don't know what, because this doesn't come out until the fall, mm-hmm. but people bought several to then flip online. Oh, God. And it's about $1,600 online now. Oh, my God. God, that's why I was like, I should have probably. Not, no, 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 I no, not no. be paying that good, much. Good. I don't want you to. I do not want a toy that's over, <laughs> over a thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. Then I would be like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> you're not taking that out of the box. Pepe Larraz did the box art, which is kind of ooh, great. that's cool too. Yeah. So, an, another interesting thing with this, and then we can go back. They also included stretch goals. So three hundred fifty dollars for this Sentinel. I was in. Out the gate. Yes. I was like, this is cool. This is awesome. I need this in my collection. I'm going to regret not getting this. Right. Yeah, for sure. If it reached certain levels, (gasps) they would include other things. What is that? So this is Bastion. 
Bastion is a later development in Sentinel technology. Uh, so this actually wasn't even a stretch goal. This was announced initially. So you get that too? You get this. This is a six inch figure. Yeah. So this is regular Marvel regular Legends size. size. Yep. And with a prime Sentinel head. So these are kind of like uh, Karima. Oh, Omega okay. Sentinel, right? Yeah. Where they are more human sized. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. The tier one stretch goal, that's a master mold head. Oh. And that's just kind of cool in relation to the other Sentinels. Because then you could have you could the pretend- master mold and then the other Sentinels. Oh. Right. Tier two was a battle damaged head and hand. Whoa. Tier three was a female prime Sentinel. Ooh. They don't have it here, but a tier four was a tri-Sentinel alternate head accessory. So it has three different heads Oh. on one surrounding head. So did you get to... Did it it get, unlocked everything. So you're getting all that. You get all that and it's no extra charge. It's just yeah, the, it's just the like, price of the original. Well, because yeah, now they're like, we have way more money to right. I mean, this, make all these things. This literally printed millions of dollars for Hasbro. Oh my God. The Legends team was not prepared. They knew it was going to be successful. They were not prepared for it to be this successful, to to hit the goal within that one weekend. Yeah, that's incredible. It was initially intended to include just one of these bendy wires, but then they threw in a second one. Those tentacles are fully bendable, and they go into the hand. So and they then can, can like shoot out and like grab someone. And it can actually like hold. Wrap around yeah, them. I've seen it hold like a Wolverine in, in the tentacle. tentacle. That's super cool. Yeah. So that's coming in fall 2021. Exciting. And that makes up for having missed the Toy Biz Sentinel in my mind. Because I mean, so if you think about it, Toy Biz Sentinel is selling for $250 online on eBay. Yep. This is $350. So much bigger. So many more things with it. Yeah. At least that was what I rationalized in my head. <laughs> now, I was hissed. Uh-oh. In 2005 when I missed out on this. Oh, yes. Okay. I came, back, I came back strong. And I got Apocalypse and Onslaught, the full waves and the builder figures. I don't have Onslaught out right now. Ooh, but I kn- I've seen this Apocalypse. He's so amazing. Look at him. Apocalypse. I just, and I loved how much larger the Toy Biz builder figures were because Apocalypse, like the Sentinel, like Galactus, often is a much larger character. Yeah. He has the ability to manipulate his size. He's Apocalypse is so such a frowny face. He's angry. Mm, I'm Apocalypse. I want the strong. Wah, Survival wah, of wah. the fittest. Bow down to me, humans. And so that was in 2006. And then I fell off again because Aww. I just I didn't want to keep up. I was going college to college. Life, college life, you know. You know where am I going to keep them? I'm not going to bring them to my dorm. Yeah, that's true. It's a tiny little room, that dorm. In 2007, it was announced that Hasbro had become the new Marvel license holder. Woo-hoo-hoo. As the license holder, they could produce games and toys and anything in the likeness to the Marvel Universe. Ooh. They started with some waves, but then gradually slowed and, and stopped for a couple of years. Until 2010, at San Diego Comic-Con, that it was announced that due to fan demand... And the upcoming MCU movies, Marvel Legends, were making a comeback. They're back, baby. And in 2012... Right in time for you to graduate college and be ready to collect again. Exactly. (laughs) I still missed missed a couple of years. Oh, no. Um, In 2012, 
They came back in full force after four years of no new figures coming out. Fing Fang Foom was in 2008. That was the last. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) You just said that so, like, Fing Fang Foom. Like, what the heck is Fing Fang Foom? Fin. Fin? Fin Fang Foom. Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, what is that? He's a giant monster dragon. Oh, oh, cool. I think it was the Build-A-Figure of a Hulk wave. Yes. Because back then, especially when Hasbro initially started, they were, rather than a specific line of characters, so you know, different alterations of Iron Man or Iron Man villains, it mm-hmm. was more generic that you would have different figures from various reaches of the Marvel Universe. Ah, like it was just Marvel characters together. Right, right. Which I'm not sure which I prefer. Well, I think it makes sense when you're when you're basing a line, especially off a film or something, and yeah. the, the the figures look like the actors in the film and stuff like that. That that it is one line together because you think about people wanting to buy the figures from that film. Yep. In particular. Well, so this was before the films that I'm talking about. Okay. And this was um, there is rumor that Fin Fang Foom might be involved in Shang Chi. Oh. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. So throughout that whole time, I wasn't collecting new figures. Okay. I'd grown up, you see. Yeah, really, because... I was an adult now. Oh, oh, right. I was all stodgy and weighed down by the world. Don't recall any of this ever happening. But in 2015... <laughs> yes? For my birthday... Yes? You opened up a Pandora's box of 10 years of miscollecting. Oops. Bought, I did this? You did this. I had not been collecting at all until 2015... You bought me the, most of the Thanos wave for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Which included a lot of MCU-related figures. We were both into the MCU. Yeah. It had Captain America, Iron Man, and Hulk. Look what I've done. In many ways, it was like the first wave that I had bought of Marvel Legends. That's so funny. Those three were MCU, and then you also got me a, a comic Batroc, well, which don't, I don't think you remember. I don't even remember this. I was probably like, yeah, this is a good gift. Get this. It was a great gift. <laughs> But it opened up madness. Well, you know, whatever. If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. (laughs) Why the hell are you so sad? (laughs) Oh, yes, I remember this figure now. And it was a Thanos Build-A-Figure wave. Yes. I say most of. You got most of them. What did I miss? Don't worry. I I sought out the last two figures of the wave and then casually bought for the next few years. Until until 2016, mm-hmm. Hasbro announced the first full X-Men wave that they would be doing for mass retail. There had been a Target exclusive that was really hard to find mm-hmm. that I have the Wolverine and Strife from. So that's, what, that's the one that Strife is from. Yep. It was a Build-A-Figure of Jubilee. They announced... The suspense is killing me. Ooh. They announced the Juggernaut wave. Oh, yeah. And I had to have it. Had to have it. Had to have it. It's the first time I had ever pre-ordered a full wave of action figures, and it was all downhill from there in terms (laughs) of buying full waves of figures. I mean, look at this wave. It's so much to it. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We got Rogue. 90s Rogue, Jim Lee Rogue. I remember when I told Ray, my coworker. Oh, yeah. He was, that Jim Lee Rogue is the heat. And no one, it was kind of a peg warmer, another term. What the heck does that mean? (laughs) 
<laughs> what? A peg warmer? So a peg warmer is something that sits on pegs, right? So something that is not hotly bought. It's a peg warmer. It's warming the pegs. Ridiculous. Oh my. Like like the pegs in the store that yes. hang? Yes. Oh my God. It's, it's sitting there. <laughs> there are people that will joke, oh, the pegs will be warm with this wave. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm learning so much. Yes. Okay. So we have Rogue. We have Kitty. We have Deadpool, Deadpool, Wolverine, Cable, Havoc, Phoenix, and Iceman. And they all make the Juggernaut. Yep. They all come with Build-A-Figure pieces except for Deadpool, which was also unique that most waves are six or seven figures. Mm-hmm. This, is, this eight is eight figures. Yeah. Eight solid figures. Deadpool comes with a ton of accessories. Mm-hmm. And they all build the Juggernaut. The juggernaut. Amazing. Now, the end of our little history lesson is the start of my first Marvel Instagram. Oh, yes. In April 2018, just as Infinity War was about to release, around when Toys R Us was going, coming to a close. Oh, no, no. Sad times. I started Legendary Marvel Toys. Leg- Did you hear that, everyone? At Legendary Marvel Toys on Instagram. An Instagram account where I could nerd out privately about His my toys. Secret identity revealed. I told officially. I told no nobody. One. No one. I didn't even tell you for a while. Well, but we had a conversation because I helped you name it. We were talking about the name and I didn't tell you that I started it. No. And I think for my birthday that year you bought me a light box. Yes. For photography. Yes. And I was like, oh, this might be a good time to tell you that I've already been doing some stuff online and I started a little thing. Yes. And you would get so mad at me if I told anyone that. Yeah, because you always wanted to do it. And it was like, hey, um, uh, I'm not trying to like tell the whole world that I have an obsession with action figures. But it was so cool. I just wanted everyone to know. It was my quiet nerd shame. That was your secret identity. To this day, the profile picture is still the comic Mysterio figure. Yes. Because it's a mystery. Who Who is this guy? Mystery revealed right here on the Ex-Wife podcast. Yeah. I don't really keep up with it now. It's it's definitely not as active, especially as I'm focused on the podcast. But I'm very much so still actively collecting action figures, as you are well aware. What? No. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about a couple of waves specifically. Okay, let's get it. I'm excited. My eyes are closed. I'm ready. So the first one that we're going to talk about is a follow-up to our last episode. Oh, what was our last episode? Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Okay, tell me when I can open my eyes. So last year, Hasbro released a full Age of Apocalypse wave. You can open your eyes. Oh, snap. And I've forgotten to open them. Oh, my God. (gasps) Look at them. They've been on a shelf, so I really, like, just, like, in their boxes, so I've really never seen them. Well, plus plus now you know the characters at least a little bit. Yes. Look at that dark beast. Oh, that's terrifying. That is <laughs> what in the name of all that is holy is that thing. That is a sugar man face. Sugar man? With a Jean Grey accessory. Jean Grey Rachel. Okay. With a Jean Grey accessory. Oh my Lanta Santa. What the... Sugar Man is someone that you did not meet in the first issue of Age yes, of Apocalypse. clearly. And he is visually terrifying, yes. My God, this is going to give me nightmares. 
ah, oh, this is what he looks like all together? Yes. Oh, my Lanta. So all the other ones come with the Build-A-Figure pieces to make the rest of him? Yes. So they come with arms, legs. That's the full like torso. And the fact that you know people were upset, the fact that you have clearly the the big draw of this figure or of this package is Sugar Man. Yeah. And Jean Grey is like pushed to the side. She's here, okay? I She's know. She's still in a box. Relax. And the box still says Jean Grey. Yes. So they're just mad about her her positioning in the box. Yes. I'm sorry, y'all, but get over it. <laughs> now, <laughs> Don't hate me. Don't don't at me. Normally, when I open a wave of figures, yes. I do it in a very specific way. Yes. I, I generally drag it out because I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I also, I open it in terms of least excited about to most excited to about. most excited about and I, I just want to tell people that just because you know if you are a legends collector these are the reasons why i do this because if i am least excited about this figure and i'm still i bought it probably for the build a figure piece mm-hmm. i might get surprised by how much i like it as i'm getting closer and closer to the one that i'm most excited about it's very rare that i'll be disappointed with a figure that i was really excited about yes it's rare, but it does happen. And it Ooh. did happen in the second wave that we'll talk about. Oh, no. All right. Well, all right. So we have this terrifying face. Wolver- okay. So Wolverine's no hand hand can still shoot claws. Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. That's pretty cool. Okay. But where's Apocalypse? As a follow-up to the wave, right? Because oh. you can't have- like, How can you have the Age of Apocalypse wave without Apocalypse? Right. So they were initially thinking that they were going to have Apocalypse as the builder figure. Mm-hmm. But then they just created him as a deluxe figure. Oh, a deluxe figure. And this is something that Hasbro has recently started doing where they will release a much larger figure with more accessories or more to it. What is that skull so he can have his Hamlet moment? Basically, yes. <laughs> also could be used for Nimrod from the House of X. Nimrod! Oh, yeah, we have to open it so Nimrod can hold it. I love Nimrod. All right, so... I figured we could open them now. Oh, we're going to open them now. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do this. We'll pause recording as we do the noisy unboxing yep. and talk about them once they're open. So let's first discuss the order in which we're going to open them. Great. What's the least favorite? I want to give you an opportunity to think about that now that you kind of know. Is there anybody on this, is there anybody on this wave that you don't know at all other than Sugar Man? Um, who's this, this, this dude over here with the, the white face and the crazy teeth? That's Morph. That's Morph? That's the Morph from Age of Apocalypse, yes. Okay, and then who's th- this one? This is Sabretooth's son? No, no, Sunfire. That's Sunfire. <laughs> and it's not Sabretooth's son. <laughs> I know, it's not. Wild Child is right here. Wait, where's Sabretooth? Also an interesting non-inclusion. I will tell you that it is confirmed that we will have a second wave of Marvel Legends Age of Apocalypse figures. Sabretooth has already been shown in his design mock-up. Okay, who's this one? X-Man. X-Man. Okay, I don't know who that is. All right, so... Ooh, okay, so I'm going to say X-Man first, then Morph, then Sunfire, then Wild Child, then... Dark Beast, then Rachel, Jean, Jean, <laughs> then Wolverine, then Apocalypse. Our orders are different. D- different. Okay. So Morph would have been my first pick. Okay. 
Wild Child. Yep. Weapon X. Oh, excuse me. Jean Grey. Weapon X. X-Man. Sunfire. Dark Beast. And then Apocalypse. Okay. We can open them in your order since they're yours. And since clearly some of the choices I put at the beginning should be at the end, like X-Man, so we'll... X-Man and Sunfire. This is just a cool... Okay. Well, I just... will will pause while we do the noisy part and uh, then we'll talk about it. Excuse me. I have to stop this this pause while opening to just ask this ridiculous question why the heck is the cape through the plastic like this so it can hold so it can be so i can feel like i'm gonna rip this figure in half as i pull it out of the box i mean you could take his head off because the heads are removable that's stressful morph out of the box out of the box morph he's pretty cool actually his little smirk is charming Yeah. yeah so i've been i've been reading the full age of apocalypse event again this is not and has never really been my morph. Yeah, I mean, he's not animated series morph. Right. This is more the morph based off of Changeling, which is a character that you don't know. Mm-hmm. All and right. Well, he has a lot of the attitudes of animated series morph in the fact that he's just a jokester and he loves messing with people. All right. Ready? These are my these are my thoughts about this character. Yep. He doesn't come with any alternate hands. Nope. And his hands are in fists. Yep. So that's a little disappointing. And his cape is cool, but it can really easily come off. Like it doesn't say low on his shoulders. Like it's very loose. It's also, it's longer than him. So posing him could be difficult. It does. It does stick into his back. Oh, there's a a hole in the back for it to stick. Okay, then never mind. I take back what I said. But it is still like, it is still if not longer, at the same length of but it, But visually, standing. he's a cool-looking character. I like the colors. I like his little smirk. And I'll be honest, rereading Age of Apocalypse, he's growing on me. He's growing on you. All right. Do you have any complaints about him? Any thoughts on him outside of that? It's a pretty simple figure. Mm-hmm. Interesting details that really capture this character. And we have a, a leg. Our first Build-A-Figure piece to Sugar Man. Shut You're up. upset. Your face is so upset. How excited I was at the beginning of this episode, you are upset by Sugar Man. I just, yeah, I don't like him. We'll see how I feel once he's all put together and oh, no, he's, he's staring gonna be, at he's me. Gonna be he's going to be creeping you out. He's going to be creeping you out. All right. Number two, Wild Child. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I ooh, I opened it and then, like, what part of, what part of Sugar Man's body is this? I don't know. That it's looks like his back. so disturbing it looks looking. Like his back. <sighs> okay. Okay. Back to opening. Wild Child is free from the box. Free from the box. All chained up a little bit. All chained up. He's now like you, this cool little chain situation. You did ask about Sabretooth's relationship to Wild Child. Yes. He is not his son. No, I know. You told me that in Age of Apocalypse, yep. too. He is submissive to Sabretooth in the sense that Wild Child has a lot of pack mentality and they fought for a while when trapped in apocalypse's pens or dungeons rather mm-hmm. and Sabretooth asserted himself as the alpha male and oh. so that is why wild child is seemingly like his son or like his his little pet oh well you can connect this chain to his little collar yeah collar and you can really have him on a leash, so that's interesting. But why does he have this circle in his back? That's just a standard. Really? Like a hole like that? Yeah, most of them have that. I've never seen it before. Yeah, so there's Sabretooth. So... That's a design for Sabretooth that's coming in wave two. Oh, wave two. I mean, it's interesting because I look at him and his 
limbs are thinner. Like they remind me more of like the female character hmm. builds, yet somehow they're still strong and stable. <laughs> but he too doesn't come with any alternate hands, but he has, you know, his claw hands and his the details on his face are pretty epic and terrifying. His teeth are awesome. And the fact that this little chain can attach to his collar and like I can literally dangle him on it and he doesn't fall off. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What do you think? I like him, honestly. And oftentimes what will seem like, you know, he gets he's open second. So is it that I'm not excited about him or is there just other characters that, that I'm more excited, more excited about? about? Right. The fact that Wild Child does have a 616 counterpart oh. is interesting. And Wild Child is also in current comics in Krakoa age in the Hickman era. Two reasons why I was actually pretty excited to get this figure. That is pretty cool. I do really love his head sculpt, his facial expression. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really detailed. His hands and his feet too. I've seen some people use these feet to customize for Wolfsbane. Oh, that's cool. They're a little Y'all big. They're so but smart. Yeah. Yeah, his knee, like, it's really cool that his knees, the way they do it, that he has, like, a separate kneecap place for, like, additional, like, he can get really low crouched articulation. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, this is often referred to as the Spider-Man body mold. Ah. Especially with these. Mm, like, super mobile shoulder joints. Yep. Hypermobile, as we would call it in the like, dance physical world. It's a hypermobile joint. I like it. I actually, I almost would potentially move him further up. Oh, well, he was further up on my list. All right, who's next? Oh, Weapon X. Weapon X. Weapon. And, and I feel like Wolverine gets put towards the bottom most of the time just because I have so many Wolverines. Yes, but that you do. This this one's really cool. Well, his hair is out of control. His hair is out of control, and I've seen people use that and paint off the, the facial paint and use that for the actual, like the Weapon X from the 616, so... Oh, the, that's like cool. the feral in mm-hmm. his underwear with the robot pieces mm-hmm. tracking him. All right, we got another sugar man leg. Not so to terrifying go his, to look to at. To go with this terrifying back. Ugh. That is his back. He's got okay. a tank top on. And then we have an interchangeable. So we have Wolverine's uh, non claw hand with just a little well, metal non hand dump <laughs> that can go there in in place of the one that has the claws coming out of it. He has like also really nice facial detail in that he even has a little five o'clock shadow mm. stubbly face and, and his head sh- articulation. Holy crap. And that arm hair. Yeah. Oh, we gotta love that. Gotta love that arm hair. Yeah. That's, that's the most, what's kind of interesting. Okay. So I don't mean to, I think Marvel Legends are super cool and I don't mean to sound like a negative Nancy over here because there's so many really wonderful things about them, but I do feel like sometimes the female figures are not as versatile as the male figures. And, right, I'm looking at this, and Wolverine's hair, though it is not super long, his hair is big, and it's big in the back. And the way they've done his neck and curved his neck forward, he can have so much range of motion right now with his head, and his giant hair is not getting in the way. Well, even as you compare it to Wild Child, that has more of a traditional hairstyle that might be on a female figure, this is limiting where he can go, right? Yeah. You know, Wolverine's hair it goes flips up, in, up the back. in the back. So you can really arc. Yeah. I mean, I would just say like that's only, that's probably that and 
and like feet and legs of female characters are my like two things that kind of I get upset about when I'm trying to pose them and they can't stand up. But like thinking about how you could mold the hair of a female character so that you could have because even if you look at the back of this head on Wolverine, there's like a scoop, like a mm-hmm. like a chunk missing underneath that allows for the the back of his head to rotate a little bit more. And that's just like looking at that and seeing how that is on some female figures. I'd be like, I wonder if you could kind of make a hybrid of this and how the heads regularly are to give them a little bit more range of motion or articulation. But I mean, he's Wolverine. He is. Now they did recently announce that they're going to have a female figure with double jointed elbows or arms. Nice. So kind of what you were responding to previously about wild child's leg, but to have full range in the arm Mm -hmm. of a female figure. Yeah. It That'd was. It had awesome. to do with proportions and balancing of the figure. Well, and, maybe it's because comic females are uh, just drawn unproportionately, so they sure. can't stand up because their boobs will just topple them over. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. But definitely great to add on to the Wolverine shelf. You know, the, so many Wolverines. The Hall of Wolverines. Yes. Who's next? Rachel. Rachel. You called her Rachel. For you. For me. Oh, God. Here's the big old head. Okay, we got Rachel Jean, Jean, Jean over here. She's like, this this pose, hello. She's got, you know, some articulation. She, her hands are very like, I'm doing mind powers. Her face is kind of uh, RBF. She's got <laughs> RBF going on. Yeah. Maybe that's perfect for her character. I don't know. I think so. I think the... Her costume is pretty cool. Like the I really like the costume and yeah. like just the style of it. But I know that doesn't that wasn't from the comics. I don't know. It's just something about female figures. Like she just seems so much more delicate hmm. than the other figures. And so I think can I see? Yeah. Something that I think really underscores that is the lack of ab crunch. Yeah. Right? So it's more of a swivel on a peg than an ab crunch that the male characters have. Yeah. And then the elbow is single jointed so that it can't go beyond a certain point. I actually broke a wasp figure from the MCU a while back because I tried to mold her arm or pose her arm further. And and they were like, now, sir, you cannot. But yeah, she's pretty cool. I like her, her like warrior face paint. That's pretty dope. And then it came with the terrifying face of sugar man and his sort of like front torso which is also apparently his neck he ain't got no neck he has no neck nope so yeah we'll uh click that together we can start building this creepy dude up but yeah you hate him he just he just looks like something from my nightmares it's not really that i hate him and like i i like him in that he's terrifying, but he is, in fact, terrifying. Oh, click them together. Put his little hairy back on. He's got his overalls. He's got his overalls. He's his ready to go. Pieces of flair on them. <laughs> How many pieces of flair do you have? He's got three. Three? That's not enough. It's not enough. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to have at least five. All right, who we got next? X-Man. X-Man. All right, X-Man. He's out of the box. Oh my holy head articulation, Batman. Wow. X-Man. Wow. We were, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
he's pretty cool. This like eye laser fire bulge situation is quite yeah. interesting. His costume is pretty cool. He has like I feel like this guy could do backflips with his articulation. Probably. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think he's cool. He kind of like if I'm looking at him right now, I'm like he's like reminding me of a he's like a Cyclops rogue um mashup mashup cuz he's got that white stripe in his hair. He's got like the jacket situation, but he's got coloration of Cyclops's costume and he has this thing shooting out his one eye. So that's interesting. Do you um, know X-Man's real name? No. That's Nate Gray. What? This is Nate Gray? Yep. Here you are. Ready to confuse me. Interesting. So he is related to Cyclops? Yes. (laughs) Genetically. Okay. Not a rabbit hole we will go down. Well, we can go down a little bit. So in the Age of Apocalypse storyline, there is no Cable. There is no Cable. Because Cable was the child of Madeline and Scott's. And there's no Madeline. There's no Madeline. There's only Rachel. There's only Jean. <laughs> Nate Gray is a product of... A product of... Mr. Sinister mixing the genes of Cyclops and Jean Gray. Oh, because he really wants that baby to be a baby. Because he thinks that Nate Gray has the power and potential to defeat Apocalypse. And Mr. Sinister wants to be number one, numero uno. Well... He's pretty cool. I like him. Now you know who Nate Gray is, too. Now I know who he is. Whenever, so this, I'm glad that I'm having this little educational moment because there's like a meme and it's like, hey, mom, what's your favorite, like, I don't know. What's your favorite X-Man? No, no. What's what's your favorite? I think she's like, what's your favorite superhero? He's like, X-Man. And they're like, no, mom, you mean X-Men. And she's like, actually, X-Man. X-Men, the alternate version of, the alternate reality version of Cable from the Age of Apocalypse (laughs) storyline, you casuals. (laughs) Peasants. I have that meme. <laughs> on my phone. And I was like, maybe one day this could be me. Yeah. But now I can't because I know who X Man is, but I, he's not my favorite. You but. can talk down to our future children as <laughs> they try and correct your comic knowledge. I think at that point, they're going to know. Yeah, if they don't know, we're doing something wrong. All right. So we got two hands also with some very beautiful ring jewelry. Yeah. Does it matter what armholes we put these hands in? I don't think so. All right. Just to be, you know, fancy, I'm going to do them diagonally across from each other. Here we go. Oh, we got to put his legs in. Who's next? Sunfire. Ooh, Sunfire. I love the visual design of this Sunfire. That's probably why he's high up on my list. Well, do it, do it. Do you want me to open it? Yeah, do it. Sunfire is open. Sunfire is open. I love... The detailing, the fire detailing on his hands and on his he's shoulders. Cool. He's like see-through. His face, yeah. The the clear like plastic that they used on his body mold. I love his I love this character design. I just think that is a cool figure. It is really cool. His head reminds me of though Namor's head. No, not Namor. Zorn. Yes. I don't know where that came from. His head reminds me of Zorn's head. That it's like on fire. I would love to see a Zorn figure like this. Do we have one? I have a Zorn figure, but not like that. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is really cool design. Like the way that all the the detailing <clears throat> with the black pattern. Yeah, the markings on his body. Yes. And this like collar of fire. Yeah, he's pretty dope. 
And he comes with the last two arms of Sugar Man. Sugar Man. So technically, Sugar Man is built. Sugar Man is complete. But our last figure of the wave, Dark Beast, comes with... Meow Meow. It kind of looks like... Sugar. It kind of looks like Mjolnir. It totally does. Not kind of. It It is. It's not. He shakes his head at me. No, no. Okay. Open Dark Beast. I made it clear last episode I love Dark Beast as a character. I think that especially after he leaves the Age of Apocalypse storyline and comes to the 616. Uh-oh. We lost a piece uh, lost of Sugar Man. And this really builds off a lot of the great tooling of the beast that was released a couple of years ago. The blue and then the gray beast with the forward articulation in the toes yeah and just like the the arch of his foot has articulation just the hair tufts and now with this really awesome head and the coloration of his pants well and he's got all hands oh well sugar man is built and he's up in here i think i might have done something wrong with his legs i don't know he's having difficulty standing but here he is with his little. This is exactly Thor's hammer. It's much larger. But look at it. Yeah, it looks like a hammer, though. I mean. Um, and it says sugar on it. Yeah. Okay, there's one left. Before we open the last one, I did want to. I thought of this as I was opening Dark Beast and noticed it. The box art designs of mm-hmm. these figures are all done by David Nakayama, who is the guy that has been doing the magazine covers of the Hellfire Gala. Oh, those are so so good, good. right? And so Hasbro hires artists to do the box art for their waves. So specific artists that either are known for a character or have a style or look. That they're interested in. Yeah, he he did did this whole wave. wave. That's awesome. Do you want to open Apocalypse? Yep. Surprise! There's a cape. Yeah, yeah. Okay, baby. Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's amazing. Yeah. And he's so smooth. And in to reaction to your your comment about the design of Apocalypse in that first issue that we were, or the first time we see him yeah, yeah. in X-Men Alpha, where he's got the really pointy head and yeah. much larger torso and shoulders, this looks like how he looks later on in the issue and later on in the event. Oh my god, I love this like this face with the mouth open just looks like he's like ha ha ha, ha I'm apocalypse. Yeah. It's interesting. So, I mentioned the Juggernaut wave, right? Yeah. The third wave, I believe. So, they started doing them every year after the success of the Juggernaut wave. The third one was a regular apocalypse, so a 616 version apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And it became very hard to get the head of that figure. That the gladiator figure that it came with just ended up being sold out everywhere and now i think it's on ebay for like 80 bucks or something like that just for the head so people have been taking this alternate head from Mm -hmm. the age of apocalypse and just using that on the figure this apocalypse is awesome he's so awesome and i mean it is a little bit of a bummer that this giant collar around his neck like you can't really move his head around too much Mm -hmm. but he's just still so epic and i do love that they made these the shoulder like his shoulder armor pieces like they are articulatable articulatable is that a word articulatable they They, have articulation yes yeah and so they don't hinder the articulation of his arms which i think is really cool but yeah he's like smooth and his cape is amazing (laughs) 
That cape. That cape. And that skull, too. And he yeah. comes with alternate hands? Yes, he has alternate hand. Alternate hand. One hand. One hand. And the skull and a head. An angry face, merp face head. And so now that we've opened the full wave, are there any reactions based off of something that you liked more than you thought you were going to? or The sunfire. I like the sunfire more than I thought I was going to. Everything else... Pretty much the same. I knew the apocalypse one would be pretty epic. You know, I still have my feelings about Sugar Man. He's over there on the side away from my face. You have stopped trying to fix his arm. Yeah, he just just keeps falling out and I just don't, I just, but he's doing his job because he's a, you know, disgusting villain. But yeah, I like, I feel pretty much how I thought I would feel about them. I always, every time we do this, like every time you're like, hey, Alicia, do you want to like open one of these? And I'm like, what? Me? I'm allowed. I <laughs> I do I do think they're awesome. Like I love looking at them and, and posing them and, you know, seeing the details of them. I, I think they're awesome. It's not something that I would have assumed or thought about myself to have been like, yeah, this, I'm going to be super into figures like this. But they are really cool. And really intricately designed and they have, you know, fun details and they just look so epic. How yeah. about it? The Sunfire is definitely the one, you know, just because the, surprise of the, the surprising wave. like, whoa, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Now, I did mention that they are going to have a wave two. Mm-hmm. The only one that we've been told of is that we are getting Sabretooth and that he's not the Build-A-Figure. So Sabretooth is much larger than Wild Child, probably about the size of Dark Beast, maybe a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. He will not be the Build-A-Figure. Based off of the issue that we went through, Mm -hmm. are there any other figures that you think are like need to have in that wave? Sinister. Sinister, yeah. I need a Sinister. Like a specific Um, Age of Apocalypse? Because I have Yeah, yeah, an Age of Apocalypse Sinister. Okay, anybody else? And... uh... Who is Sinister talking to? Holocaust slash Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. There was a version of a Build-A-Figure of Holocaust Nemesis much, much earlier. It's rare. But I'm... I would love to find it. That'd be great. Or or to have it be the Build-A-Figure as, you know, you got to include bad guys and good guys. Yeah. Uh, is there a good guy that I'm forgetting? I think Magneto should probably be in... Oh, my God. Duh. Magneto and Rogue. And Rogue and, and... probably Cyclops, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably well, I mean, Cyclops you have be. You have Weapon X. You have Jean Grey. I think you kind of need Cyclops. Yeah, you definitely need Cyclops. But you definitely need Magneto and Rogue and Gambit. It may be Gambit. But I want to do a little pose of Gambit crying in the corner. <laughs> and the one that I thought that would be really great to see added in. So a lot of these... About half of them, so X-Man, Wild Child, Sugar Man, Dark Beast, are all characters that do show up later on in the 616. Ah. So that's a cool thing to include if you're not, you know, oh, I don't know if I really want a full Age of Apocalypse wave. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe you didn't love the story or you didn't read it or you don't know long hair Magneto. Yeah, I do want (laughs) that. But what I'd love to see in the second wave is Legion. Oh. Because he's the one that basically causes the Age of Apocalypse to start. And yeah. that could be a 616 character that ties into Age of Apocalypse. We don't have a Legion. There's Ooh, never been. There's never been a Legion? There's never been a Legion. <gasps> I feel like that's kind of a they necessity. They need to be doing that. They need to be getting that Legion up in there. Yeah. Snap. 
And I threw Nightcrawler on there just because I'll always take a Nightcrawler. Obviously. Obviously. But I do like Sinister. I didn't Obviously. have him on Obviously. I, I didn't have <laughs> Sinister on my list, but I do I do like that. I love Sinister. You know what I'm really starting to realize about myself? I like really just prefer villains, I think. Yeah. I like heroes, but like if I'm like, okay, who are the characters that I'm always like, yeah. It's like Magneto, Emma, Sinister. I just, oh, I love them. I love to be bad. <laughs> oh, also Blink. What about Blink? Blink's already a figure. Blink was actually in, I think, the Caliban wave. That's the one that I was playing with recently, like pulled out and was trying to make her like come through her little portal. That's oh, the yeah. one Blink. But doesn't that, she look different in Age of Apocalypse? Like, no, that is that is the Age of Apocalypse because, so like we talked about last that's the Caliban wave. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about in the Age of Apocalypse episode, Blink Clarice dies in the Phalanx Covenant. Ah, uh, yes. And so that's really the only time that she's known as a character in the 616 other than her 295 counterpart who then joins the Exiles, which is like a reality hopping time police type thing or not really time police, but time police. Yeah. All right. All right, so there's another wave we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know how long that was going to take. That took a little bit longer than I thought it was, but it was <laughs> also really fun. There are tons of waves that we can talk about, but the one that is relevant to how we started mm-hmm. and is the most recent Marvel Legends wave that I have Ooh, gotten. The Hoxpox wave. The Hoxpox wave. Yes, I love this one. So I've, I've already opened this one because I could not contained myself i had intentionally been holding on the age of apocalypse wave because one i had been rereading through all comics and i wanted to all x-men comics and wanted to wait until i had gotten to the age of apocalypse to open it and then we started the podcast and i was like well now i kind of got to wait until we get to age of apocalypse as a story Mm -hmm. so yes this is the one that has the sentinel with the three little heads as the build-a-figure that was a nightmare yeah so let's talk about that because that was that took me a while and then you came in and you got like i think one or two of them i got two of them in and i used like leverage leverage and i had wounds on my hands you know that's trying to put them that happens sometimes that happens sometimes when it comes to figures the struggle is real struggle is real so the Hoxpox wave yeah do you know who's in it okay i know there's I'm going to close my eyes because I know it's in a little bin in front of me. So I know there's Magneto, Charles, Cyclops, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The Build-A-Figure is a Sentinel. The uh, Theta Sentinel. Yes, the the one that's like only in one issue. For like three panels. Uh, Moira. Yep. Jean in her little green dress, Marvel Girl. Marvel Girl. Is there anyone else? Omega Sentinel. Oh, Omega Sentinel. And did you say Professor X? Yeah, I said Charles. 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 So I'll tell you, because these are already opened. Yes. I'll tell you my order that I opened them in. Okay. If that's of any importance to you. It is. So Professor X was first. Of course. Poo-poo, Xavier. Well, I mean, honestly, there's some cool pieces about this. I have, I had bought a long time ago a custom Cerebro helmet head. Oh, yes. And have used that, and I, I painted a, a 
Spider-Man figure. Yeah, so we that, kind of had like a... That's been my stand-in a for a while. Yeah, House of X, Charles. But honestly, so it it's really, it's just the head and even this other head is the draw of this figure. And this other head's kind of cool with the effect that they have on it. Yeah, this like sleeping mind power circle. Yeah. But other than that, like the body is just, a, it's just a black bodysuit. It comes with a pointing finger hand. Accusatory. You. Yeah, so it comes with two alternate hands. Oh, yeah, because this is a my hand to my temple. Telepathy hand. hand. Okay. Charles. Charles. I like the head. The head looks great. Yeah, the head is pretty cool. As you can see with the, can you pass me the telepathy effect? Yes. It's already kind of bent. Yeah. Which is kind of upsetting. Was that just something else was on top of it, I wonder? Yeah. Bummer. That's what happens when you open your figs. And that's what happens when you don't put them away in your nicely organized system that your wife made for you. Oh, this is my fault now. (laughs) All right. Who'd you open second? Wolverine. Wolverine, just because. Wolverine, there's so many. Wolverine. And I actually really like this Wolverine. I love the, the brown suit Wolverine that had come with the Juggernaut wave and then come with the retro wave afterwards. But this one specifically has the cool boots upgrade, the X on his belt that is from the House of X storyline, and this alternate head from the future. Oh, where he has a little little Abe Lincoln beard. Oh, yeah. The year 100 storyline. Oh, yeah. 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 That's pretty dope. I'm not sure how I feel about that smirking face. It's okay. I like it. I like it because it's different, and it also could be... It's more of like a, like, okay, think of it less like a smirk and think of it like he's like growling out of the side of his mouth, like, Hmm. and then does it make you feel better? Yeah, kind of, I guess. It's funny because there is that head on the yellow and blue. Yes. Tiger stripe Wolverine. That's got the the snarl face, I think. This one just, I, I don't know if I can picture it. It's like more of a smirk. Yeah. For sure. But the other upgrade on this one is that it uses the thick claws from the X-Force Wolverine mm. that came out maybe a year before, a couple months before. And these are nice because you usually get those upgraded. Like, custom-made. Yep. I get custom-made upgraded metal claws and outfit my Wolverines with those because, you know. Those are also fun to delicately apply yeah. to the hands of Wolverine. Can of beams on Instagram and Facebook if you're ever looking for some awesome claw upgrades. Yeah, they make some good stuff. All right, who's number three? Cyclops. Cyclops. I love this outfit. I feel yeah, like the fact that cool. it just is unique. Yeah, it is. It's different than all of the other outfits, and I do like the the contrasting blues with the, you know the the belt that's much more of like a tactical yeah tactical pouches than yeah. like a big yellow belt of pouches yeah i just like that that character design i figure you know it's a simple action figure in the sense that it's really just a repaint of the x-factor cyclops that we got oh, a look, year you're or right. so they ago they do all have this little hole in their back yeah what is it for stands maybe i don't think so Tell me your secrets, Hasbro. The oh. other thing that I came with is a, a recent development that also came with that X-Factor Cyclops is the, the angry face and explosion for the, the concussive blast from his eyes. And this is a this is a Hasbro made? Yes. So then you also, is that from the same place? Nope. Can of beams that nope. you get the that's other one? That's from Slide Effects. Yeah. 
that you got those this kind of like eye blast effect before for the but previous this is iterations cool because it's really like part of the head it's part of the head it comes out but also oops it has these little effects on the visor too so mm. even when it's not coming out you could be like oh, i'm gonna shoot you in the face yeah because i'm cyclops and i'm mad i'm angry now i'm angry crunch 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 okay so cyclops the gang's all here not yet marvel girl Marvel Girl. Which actually, so to be fair, I probably had her higher on the list earlier mm. on. I was kind of disappointed with this figure. Yeah, it. the skirt is really disappointing because first of all, the skirt in the costume, isn't it? It's much more of like a circle skirt than a pencil skirt. Like it flares out a lot more. And, oh, yes. And this makes it look like more of a pencil skirt. It doesn't have, you know, detail. And it also makes it impossible to do anything with her legs. Her like like yeah well, we put a slit in the side but I can't you can't separate her legs at all and her knees are very flimsy yeah this this Jean figure or sorry Marvel girl she really doesn't have much articulation at all like she doesn't even have the torso ab articulation like she can't even bend forward well so I mean that's custom with figures female figures that the, right we talked about that with the age of apocalypse yeah they don't necessarily but, have the ab crunch but they still usually have like under where their rib cage would be like the ability to swivel the top half like where's rachel i mean jeez <laughs> so she has this you can still swivel the top half of her like under her boobs there's a oh yeah i didn't notice that she's got a waist swivel but no upper body swivel yeah which is just like a little I don't know. She seems kind of meh. I mean, so the next figure I'll tell you is Moira. And the fact that Moira has so much more leg articulation and ability to move in her skirt yeah. baffles me. Like, why wouldn't you just use the same skirt and design? And the thing is, it looks like it's the same skirt design, but for some reason, jeans is like thicker. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not flexible. And not to harp completely on jean, but the these Painted on boots are kind of... Lame sauce? Lame sauce, yeah. This, this uh, I mean, visually, visually she looks great. Like, if I was not trying to do anything with this figure or, or put her in action poses, yeah. she looks really great. I like the coloring. I really like the the green on the dress and the yellow accents. I feel like the yellow on the boots could have been a little bit more popping. I mean, that might just be in contrast to her legs. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there's no definition between the boot and the leg yeah it was kind of meh yeah for also, sure this little slit in her hair so that you can see her ear why why which do is we odd care? yeah she came with a krakoa flower which i thought was cool that is really cool could have come with anybody else honestly yeah. probably could have come with xavier would have made sense yeah and then maybe give gene an alt head yeah uh, that was all that came with her uh she has two alternate hands okay like telepathy hands and the flower but I feel like the flower, again, Jean didn't really use the Krakoa flower. So you could have put this with Xavier. And there is budgetary concerns with like what they're allocating for what characters, right? Mm -hmm. So like we talked about, both Cyclops and Wolverine pretty much remolds of previous parts that they've used mm -hmm. and just repainted to match this wave. So I'd assume that a lot of the, the tooling, a lot of the budget went to some other figures, went to the Build-A-Figure and went to... Omega Sentinel. Mm -hmm. All right. So who was after Marvel Girl? 
was it Moira? It was Moira. And Moira actually comes with alternate hands and an alternate head. Yeah, she's pretty cool. So that she can be both versions of oh, Moira. Oh, look at that. We have uh, we have an unboxed version as well. And a boxed, you mean. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant, a boxed version. So she can't, you're saying she can be both versions of Moira, but really she can't because if you take this jacket piece off, her sleeves are still white. She has alternate arms. Oh, so that you can pop the arms out and you can give her these arms. Then I take it back. It's what's really funny to me, which I didn't even realize at all, but until I'm seeing like this figure together. But if you if you basically take the arms off and switch out the arms and take the jacket off so you make her outfit purple mm-hmm. and then you leave this head with the glasses, you kind of have like Moira as a mashup between Daphne and <laughs> Velma from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Huh? And I do, to that point, the glasses, I really like the glasses that they did here. Yeah. And that the fact that they're molded to her face so that they're secure, but also you can see through the lenses and see her eyes. Yeah. I feel like that really nice touch. That that yeah. looks really great. And, and her little pens in her little lab coat pocket. Yeah. The fact that we never had a Moira figure, I mean, obviously, civilian figures are hard to squeak into lines you know that's kind of the argument that who's gonna want this right we want this we want it but now she's not a civilian anymore right she's a mutant she's actually a really big part of the current wave or the current series so who's next magneto magneto the dopest of dope white magneto white magneto you know this came with a handful of alternate hands ah yes Look at him. So actually, four alternate hands. I would have liked to see, and again, you know, this is just if I had to nitpick about something, I would have liked to see an alternate head. Yeah, there's no alternate head? No. I would have loved to have a a helmetless. Either a helmetless or like a grimaced face. And so I have a helmetless just based off of, and this is one of the things that I love about Marvel Legends is that wave to wave, most of the things are able to be utilized Mm -hmm. so i have a helmetless head from the apocalypse wave that came out a couple years ago that i've used for like the the classic purple magneto raging out and destroying things Mm. so that could be used here but then the other thing is he doesn't have a helmet then so what would have been cool is if there was an empty magneto helmet yes but i love this magneto his cape is dope his costume is dope Everything about him. Yeah. Dope, 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 dope. The X on the belt. Yeah, that's a nice touch. I mean, to be fair, it is basically just a repaint of that previous Magneto. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're really getting the mileage of that mold. And I'm not I'm not mad about that. I don't mind that. No. I love the fact that now we have this look for the new era. And if it if it's that they now get to save some budget and use it for Omega Sentinel Karima, who is the last most interesting of yeah. the wave. Yes. Well, I think a lot of the tooling had to go to. You know, yes. She has this alternate arm as well. Oh, wow. For these blast effects um, and a regular... Robot arm. Now, Robot the one thing that I will arm. say, and they are aware and people have made them know, uh, is that they miscolored the head. The face and the hair are... like She is not... She is an Indian woman. Oh, she is not a white woman. She's not a white woman with brown hair. She is an Indian woman with black hair. Oh, sugar. That's a big mistake. Yeah, I'm confused as to how that came about or whether it was just a misuse of a reference image or 
discoloration or but honestly her redhead is way cooler yeah the redhead's way cooler it fits in with the line that we're talking about now the fact that they gave you the alternate head to be able to use with this is just cool i've seen a lot of people repaint it which is likely something that i'll be doing I really want to ask someone at Marvel Legends why the why the choice to give the male figures this ab crunch articulation which does allow for like basically their sternum and their upper torso to move and swivel at the hips where the females some do swivel and but none ab crunch but it's more like a I feel a like twist. do they cuz all the ones I'm looking at they they swivel, but the swivel is coming from the top under their ribs, right? not their waist, so not their hips. So they're... Well, I also think it has something to do with the frame of figure. So the female figures are much more slender and smaller, so there's a lot less room and space in there to be able to create connectors and to be able mm-hmm. to do this more complex tooling that yeah, I gives guess, you like, that if you opportunity. Really look at it. The ab crunch thing is similar to the upper back like crunch, but then it takes away from their ability to swivel at the hip. But then, like if you're looking at this one, like she could exorcist style swivel in a complete circle. Yes. So I don't know, but anyway, the Omega Level Sentinel is pretty cool, and she's wearing flat shoes. Yeah, which is another difficulty with female action figures. Yeah. Heels are hard to pose. Now, a lot of people gave a stink about this as the Build-A-Figure. I'll be honest. I think it's cool. It is cool. It's Yeah, it's a shame that it's not as prominent in the comics as you might want to have for a -a Build-A-Figure. I don't know that anybody who wasn't interested in buying this as a full wave is really clamoring to then complete this just for the Theta Sentinel, the Mm -hmm. the Tri-Head Sentinel. Yep. But in terms of... Having another villain, having another bad guy, this is a great opportunity. Yeah. It's probably the only opportunity you'd have to do something like this. It's so cool, though. Like, I think it's, like, creepy cool. And what didn't you say that you thought this is what it was going to be? Yep. You called it. Yeah, this one's just creepy, and it's cool, and it's cool to have. So while this did not come with this wave... Before the wave was released, they released a three-pack, which was a very odd collection of three-pack. It was Phantom X, who you don't know yet, Mm -mm. Psylocke in an X-Force uniform. Interesting. And then Nimrod, both with the modern head and the classic head. Yes. So that you could do both, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I love that Nimrod figure. And especially with just how prominent Nimrod is slash could be going forward. <laughs> slash I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but Nimrod's important. He's on the cover of the X-Men issue that's coming out in, in a week or two. Woo-hoo! I love him. I can't wait for him to be back in my life. I love his sassy little self. Well, this was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed this. You should see the recording table right now. It looks like... Chaos. Chaos. There's... Figures everywhere. I mean, but and there's also figures all around there. There's figures everywhere all the time. Most of the tables, most of the shelves are organized. Like, and, and we post a lot on our social media. If you're not following us on Instagram, check that out. We'll try, if I have the figures for it, we'll try to do a lineup shot or something relative to that issue. We did one for God Loves, Man Kills. Mm-hmm. One for the Days of Future Past. There was the, the one for the Cable episode, which was like the 
still up there with the X-Men 201 behind it. Yes, yeah. I enjoyed this. I learned some stuff. It was a tactile experience. Yeah, you got to play with some toys. You got to open some toys. toys. Got the privilege of opening some toys. Do you understand my obsession with Marvel Legends? Yes, I do. As I stated at the beginning of the episode, it is not wise for me to become obsessed with Marvel Legends as you are because... I will get this gotta catch them all mentality and we will be in trouble. Yeah. But like, there's a, there was this Iron Man wave that recently was announced that I cherry picked. That's the yeah. another thing that so I got the Iron Heart, which is Riri Williams, the mm. the young woman that becomes somewhat of an Iron Man in a, in a future iteration. And I think that might have been it from uh and the uh, no Ultron was in the Ultron's cool. I think Ultron might have been in that wave, either in that wave or the bring on the bad guys is the, the bring on the Ooh. bad guys wave is the next wave that I'm like super excited about. That's cool. And the Enter the Spider-Verse wave was really cool, too. Um, yes. I really liked that one. Before we wrap it up, but I just want to show you. I want to show I want to show you the bring guy. on the bad guys wave because this is really cool. Uh, Lady Deathstrike, who is mm-hmm. a Wolverine villain. Arcade, who is often an x-men villain he'll create these like murder worlds mm. classic red skull yes who is that who the the little uh abominable snowman looking monster zemnu zemnu that's the build a figure and then an aim agent so that's the aim scientist supreme Ooh-hoo-hoo. so he's in and, and i think that that's a really cool thing that they did with so you have a red skull and you have the scientist supreme but they also in the last year or two, introduced these army builder oh, yeah. buys where it's just a very slim down, not as much packaging, just a small box where you can just get that figure. It's a little cheaper. doesn't have a builder figure piece. So it's for army builders. So you could buy just Hydra soldiers or just aim the beekeepers. Which we have a bajillion aim. We have a bajillion Hydra. We have four aim. <laughs> and I've thought about getting a couple more. <laughs> and then... Who else is up there? That's the hood. The hood. Kind of looks like the hood stole Doctor Strange's cape. Yeah, kind of. And it also looks like Ultron is a part of the Iron Man wave, which I did end up getting from that wave. Dormammu. Dormammu. More of a six-inch scale Dormammu versus the Build-A-Figure that was in a previous wave that Mm -hmm. I have. And then White Doom. White Doom. Doctor Doom. God Doom. Doom to doom doom doom. Sick. That's cool. I got that full wave because I was like, you know what? Usually, usually, if I'm build a figure, Zemnu is oh, Zemnu is the build a figure. So if if there is four out of seven or four out of six, then I'm like, yeah, I'm totally, I want this. And then if the build a figure is kind of cool, you're like, I'm getting. I'm just gonna get the other two. Yeah, might as well. Why not? Doctor Doom didn't even come with a build a figure. He comes with a spine and a skull. What from this comic panel where he rips the spine out of thanos it's so cool it's so cool well who knows if we'll do if and when we'll do another marvel legends episode but i'm sure there'll be more conversations yeah it's definitely just another way to get into the fandom and to further your your knowledge of or, or another way into so like a lot of people you know i'm in a lot of groups yeah they'll buy the figures they don't necessarily know the comics or they you know same mm-hmm. with a lot of people that watch the movies they don't necessarily know the comics i feel like it's a way in to want to learn more and it's also yet another way you're roping me in how, what how did what? you what i, what? I didn't 
I didn't do that on purpose. What are you talking about? That's not why I had a Marvel Legends well, episode Well, apparently planned. I re-sparked the fire of Marvel Legends you did without this. even knowing. You so. did this. This is not your fault, but hey, should we get Sauron too in here? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, while we're at it. Because Sauron, Sauron's probably one of my favorite Build-A-Figures. Sauron is freaking amazing. Sauron's really Pterodactyl, cool. Pterodactyl, man. Yeah. Look at his jaw. Look at his... That was a that was a wave that I I broke my rule on how many figures I need to want to have <laughs> just before to I Sauron. just because I was like you know I will buy all these random Deadpool's just to get the Sauron figure. He has so much articulation and the painting on him is so cool. The and wings, skirt, and like yes, his wi- the wings and the fact that the wings have this piece that can extend even further. So yeah. like he can have a wingspan and then you can increase his wingspan like his wingspan moves with his arm motions which is like it's amazing i dropped his wing he's amazing yeah there's a lot of a lot of builder figures on that shelf behind you wendigo the shadow king onslaught juggernaut we could go on we could go on but But we we won't. won't because we've gone on long enough so until next time old friend charles clean up your toys Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan.